live from the Black Box Theater in the heart of downtown Moline, Illinois, the Ringo of the Quad Cities, It's All You Care to Eat, a comedy thingy podcast with your four thingies, Dave Bondi, Rick Davis, Jeff DeLeon, and Clay Sander, and their gaggle of special guests. Sit back, relax, and laugh for fuck's sake. And now, without further ado, here's the host of All You Care to Eat, from Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Patrick Brennan. Thank you, Tom Makey. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And oh, what a time we've had these last many months. I don't know why that sounds so funny to me, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why. It's sometimes when you spell a word and the word is funny. Oh, comedians have been talking about that in front of brick walls since comedy was invented, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, it's nice to see you all here again. Now, first of all, a laurel and hearty handshake to our master blaster on the keyboards, Mike Bros. <laughs> Folks, you are in for it tonight. You are in for what is more of the same, and that is knee slapping, rib tickling, pecker stiffening, Okay. Funny business. And to kick things off, I'd like to bring up Comedy Thingy's very own man of a thousand bits, pretty Ricky Davis. Give it up for him! Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, all of us Thingies owe our comedic lives to Looney Tunes. We're all huge fans. We love Looney Tunes very much. Uh, and one of my favorite scenes I would like to do for you right now. So. Uh, I do a lot of voices and stuff, but today uh, I am going to be playing the part of Bugs Bunny, just as myself. And uh, for the part of Daffy Duck, this water bottle. And it goes like this. This is the Wabbit season scene. <clears throat> Duck season. Duck season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Wabbit season. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic stuff, Rick, really. Well, fab listeners, we'd like to remind you that tonight's podcast is brought to you by the good folks at the Establishment Theater in Rock Island and their late night shows every Friday night. After comedy sports, stick around for some of the best live comedy the area has to offer. That's the late night shows. And now, the first item on our menu of fun, caribou sketch. Oh, wow, Barb. That dinner was a winner. It was just wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so glad you liked yes, it. Yes, Barb, please. You've got to give me the recipe. Oh, no. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, we could get together. You and Nancy could come over tonight. We really need to do this more often. Right. I mean, Dave, how long has it been since the four of us got together? Oh, it's been too long. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Was it Corey's wedding? Oh, I don't think so. That was before our trip, right? <laughs> Oh, that's right. Wow. That was a while ago. Yeah, you know, we never talked about that Alaska trip. We didn't? No. Oh, I swear, I couldn't stop talking about it. It was beautiful. Yes, we highly recommend it. Well, I wanted to go to a warm weather spot. I was skeptical, but I'm so glad we did. I hear the natural scenery is incredible up there. My doctor said he went there, and in one day, he saw a grizzly bear, an elk, right. a condor, a whale, yeah. Oh, and a caribou. A caribou. Yeah. Caribou. 
not a yak. Is, is that a song you wrote? Or? What's digging for a snack? Um, I'm really sorry. He just kind of goes into this song. It's um. Sends the hat. It's kind of interesting. Did I'm he never hear it somewhere? No, he just sings it. Standing oh. pat. He's done. Okay, uh, Dave, what was that song? Did you write it? I'm or? sorry. What song? The song you were just singing. Let's just not. Oh, Barb, what, what is he talking about? Uh, oh, guys, sorry. See, whenever Dave, he hears the name of that particular animal, he just goes into this song. Like he's in a trance or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> right, I, I know. Hmm. Barb tells me all about it, but I never remember a damn thing. <laughs> well, that's, were you hypnotized or something up there? Or? Yes, I heard right. that happening. Yeah. Nope, no, just one of those things. Hmm. I'm going to run to the kitchen. Barry, it looks like you could use another beer. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, thanks. Okay, well, keep chatting. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, part of our trip, we had to get in a large fishing boat. Boy, that was an experience. Sure. Did you just sort of, you know, hug the coastline? Or yeah, we whatever? traveled up the north coast. Mm -hmm. uh, but the strangest thing happened. We Instead of seeing whales or, or swimming, we saw a herd of... of a herd? A herd. Caribou. What, 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 what did I say? I didn't say caribou. Uh, I mean... I know. This is weird. Dave. 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 Oh, just snap out. Dave. My. Uh, did you say that animal again? No. We said something about a herd. Oh, yeah, that'll trigger it, trigger it too. Okay, I, he shouldn't be too long with this. I, sorry. Okay. Do you like the red wine, Nancy? Uh, what? Na Nance? The, uh, the red yeah, wine? Yeah, great, great. Good. I got it at this new place on 53rd. I hadn't seen it before, but the assistant there was really this seems knowledgeable. This a little longer than the last one, though, you know? Maybe I should change the subject or something when he comes out of it? Yeah, or? he has different versions. It'll end soon. Uh, does anybody want some sorbet? No, no, thanks. Swimming God, what the hell? This is so in the ocean. Remarkable, right? I mean, really. I hope you guys can go sometime. So, did you guys want to play a game, like we said? Ooh, you know, I forgot. Um, uh, Nance, don't we have to? Um, like, right. We, we need to get up early, early right. tomorrow. We're, we're, we're heading it, to. Uh, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yes. To yes. see her cousins up there, and. Um, right, right. That's right. We should. Probably head out soon. Right. Well, sure. I understand. We had such a nice time, Sure, though. yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, where does your cousin live? Well, they're, um, in, um... Don't, don't do it. They're in... Baraboo. Caraboo. God damn it! I mean, come on. Oh, boy, this isn't going to end well. Why? This is the extended DJ remix. But, but we didn't we didn't say it. We we didn't say caribou. We said baraboo. Wait a minute. Wait wait wait. He he was in a trance. He said he didn't know what was happening. How did he change the song midway when I said baraboo? God damn it! Take a hint, dipshit. <laughs>
This scene is a helpful illustration from the latest book from Patrick Brennan titled How to Get Rid of Dinner Dates and Other Passive-Aggressive Tips. Sold wherever books are sold these days. Let me tell you something, Tom Mickey. You are solid wherever books are sold, and don't let anybody ever forget that. Now, anybody forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not kidding. To hear this man with his voice say your name is a very powerful thing. It boosts the testosterone. It dampens the panty. You should ask him to do it. Okay? Uh, so now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry if we can just change the tone just for a moment. We have with us this evening uh, a very young man, a very troubled man, but a very hopeful man. His name is Roger Krause, and he's, he's suffering from a very rare disorder called Tralyepstasia, uh, simply known to you and me as the yips. Yep. Uh, so, Roger, can you tell us, have you had the yips for very long? Yep. Is, is that a yes? No. No, you haven't had the yips long. Yep. No, you contradicted yourself there. Yep. I mean, no. Oh, so you have the yips, but not for very long. Yep. Well, that's settled. Yep. Okay, well, knock it off now. That's the end of that bit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I didn't think that was ever going to end. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please, Little Tommy Q has been waiting all day for his parents to return from work. The sprawling suburban home feels empty to the only child, and he is hoping to cure this loneliness by asking a tricky question. Mom? Uh, Dad? What's on your mind, honey? Well, it's almost my birthday, and I was wondering, well, could I, um... Spit it out, Tommy. I, oh, can I have a pet? Mm, a pet is a lot of responsibility, sport. I promise I'll take care of him. Well, your dad and I will think about it, okay? Oh, gee, thanks, Mom. With an impressive record of caving in to their son's every request, the family sets off to the specialty pet store a few miles away. It's my son's birthday, so if you can show us what you have, sir. Sure. Well, we have a variety of choices. Uh, we have this one. He's an asshole, know-it-all contractor prick. It's not your fault the roof caved in after we finished up, ma'am. No, it's too late. I got Steve already up north on another job. I can't pull him off that side. It'll be another month before we can even think about repairing it. Mm, I don't think so. These are our ex-frat boy douchebags. Um, no thanks. That's what I thought. Can't give those guys away. Mom, tell him. What is it? Ask him, please? Yeah, our son really has his heart set on a big old fat fuck. Oh, well, happy birthday. You're in luck. What? We have one left. No way. Here, here he is. Don't worry about those food and pit stains. We'll get those out. He's perfect. Later that afternoon. Tommy, your dad and I want to set a few ground rules with the fat fuck. A big old fat fuck is a lot of responsibility, sport. And I don't want it to be big old fat fuck, big old fat fuck, big old fat fuck for a month. And then me and your father are ending up taking care of it. Oh, I promise I'll take good care of him. I don't want this to be a repeat of when we bought you that loudmouth racist old man. That wasn't my fault. Despite my warning, you took him to Walmart, didn't you? But, but it'll be different this time, I promise. If we're paying for this, you need to do your part. You'll need to get a monthly supply of big gulps. 
Then there's the cost of food, champ. Cheese puffs. Onions. Ding-dongs. Don't forget video games. Bike shorts. Porn. Bulk Vaseline. Comic books. Rug stain remover. Okay, 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 I promise, I promise. I'll do all of that. I'll take good care of him. All right. Well, why don't you go downstairs? Your <gasps> father has set him up down there. No way. And so, with the vigor of a boy opening gifts at Christmas, Tommy went downstairs to meet his new favorite pet. <gasps> oh, he's awesome! We might want to grab the Glade. What do you want, boy? No, no, no. You, uh, what, Pepsi? No, uh, no uh, uh, Coke. Uh, uh, um, Mountain Dew? Uh, Mountain Dew! Things started off well with the young lad and the fat fuck. However, later that evening, things were not well. What, what's wrong, you guys? Well, buddy, there's something wrong with the fat fuck. He has a name, Dad. I'm sorry. Big old fat fuck. Tommy, something is wrong with him. After he made yet another pass at your mother, he made his way to the cupboards. Apparently, he got into some rat poison. He thought it was powdered sugar or something. I'm so sorry, honey. Well, did you take him to the doctor? Uh, yeah, of course. The doc said there was nothing that could be done. I'm sorry, son. I think you know what to do. Take my 12 gauge. That'll be the quickest. He's in the backyard. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Hey, big old fat fuck. <laughs> I know what they say, but you were the best old fat fuck. I'm sorry, boy. I, I'm so sorry. Hey, everyone. Patrick Brennan here again. I cried like everyone else when the big old fat fuck got beaten to death. But here I think the lesson is that there has always been the same. Don't take the responsibility of a household pet if you're not prepared to pistol whip it to death. At least that's my two cents. Good night. Tonight's episode of All You Care to Eat is sponsored in part by Hook's Pub and Drink Slingers of Clinton, Iowa. With 27 beers on tap and the best live music in the Clinton area, Drink Slingers on Main Avenue and Hook's Pub, 4th Street in Clinton. We now join Coach Forrest Cliché at his post-game press conference. I'll take your questions. I'll take your questions in regard to this football game after I make a few remarks. This team, this football team needs to start playing football. We have football players on the football field that aren't playing good football. Good sound football. You need to run the football, you need to throw the football, and you sure as hell need to protect the football when you're on the football field. If you put the football on the football field, you lose football and you lose football games. That's not how you win football games. You have to play sound football. And this football conference, especially in this football league, you need to really play sound football. We're not playing good football. In fact, we'd be playing better football if we played better football right now. But how much foot could a football foot if a football could foot wood? Ball. I don't know. We're playing foosball on the balls of our feet as far as I'm concerned. And we need to be getting better at football, better playing it better at. We're not going to pussyfoot. Ball around. <laughs> so, uh, next question, was it? 
Comedy Thingy sends out a special thanks to our sponsor, Shared IT of the Quad Cities. Remember to tell them Comedy Thingy sent you, and you'll be ushered out immediately. And now, the next bit with me in it. Now. Boy, it's scorcher out there today. It's like it's not so much the heat as it is the humidity. This shirt is cotton. Cotton should breathe better than this. It's, if this were polyester, I might understand, but whew, could use some shade. Coming this fall, it's Mr. Mundane. Join him for this five and a half hour tour de force of tedium. You'll hear his greatest hits, worn out ramblings, like talking about work at a Christmas party. I sure hope Sheila got those codes and put it in time for the delivery schedule. If not, we could be in for a long week. Describing a dream. And then suddenly I was on a hill with a sort of sand, but it was grayish instead of like, you know, regular sand is more brownish. And my grandmother shows up and she's eating a turnip. <laughs> Telling you about his boring friends. Jimmy Blinkensop would leave school two minutes before the bell sounded. <laughs> what a character. <laughs> Detailing his dinner. I had some bean soup. It was tepid, but I really prefer it at room temperature. Politics. The Dutch are weird. <laughs> Weather. They say it might cool off next week, but that's what they said last week, so we'll see. <laughs> that thing you talked about once that he keeps bringing up every time you see him. Saw a video of that Bruce Hornsby concert we went to. <laughs> I'll email you the link. <laughs> and so much more. Gene Shallot raves. I thought counting sheep and night were enough to ooze me into sleep, but not quite. Mr. Mundane and his boredom show simply lures me into golden slumbers. Two enthusiastic thumbs up for Mr. Mundane. I like chicken and I like burritos so you get yourself a chicken burrito and you got the best of both worlds can't beat that with a stick <laughs> Mr. Mundane at the Relaxation Palace Schomburg Tonight's episode of All You Care to Eat is sponsored in part by Awesome Town Studios of Fulton and by the Black Box Theater right here in downtown Moline. Go to theblackboxtheater.com. That's theater spelled with an R-E instead of the dumbass E-R. Theblackboxtheater.com. We now join Coach Forrest Cliche at his post-game press conference. I'd like to uh, congratulate Coach Metzger on a hard-fought win. We just didn't have it today. Do I wish we could have played better? Sure. Would have done things differently? Of course. Were there times in the game where we had momentum and blew it? Yeah. Should I have called that reverse inside the 10-yard line? Maybe not. Uh, am I ultimately responsible for what happened? Yes, I am. And would I wish we'd improve in some areas? Sure, there's always room for improvement. Do I think that'll be happening tomorrow you know, night? No. Is it that far off? Sure. 
But uh, do I think we'll take hard work? Yeah, I do. Will it happen overnight? I don't know. Will it happen next week? You know, we'll see. So uh, I'm sorry that's all the time I have to ask myself questions. So I'll just see you on Monday. <laughs> fun one and we want to make sure that we thank Awesome Town Studios for all of the sound tech and the production tonight. Thank you Awesome Town Studios. All right. Also a big round of applause for our keyboardist extraordinaire, Mike Bros. You made us look so good tonight. Uh, so let's bring this baby home with another sketch off its picture day album with the Wayback Machine. Let's do it. And now, for all you little kids out there, it's story time with Jenny Bloomer. Little Susie Powell was the prettiest little girl in school. With her curly blonde hair and her frilly blue dress, she never missed a class. And she would never miss a class with Professor Thaddeus Grumpt, her English teacher. Hello, children. I'm most overqualified for this position. Yet I love coming into these hallowed halls and look forward to beginning anew with you each drop of dew that awakens my senses at dawn. The professor liked to use big words, and Susie loved the sound of his voice and the way he made learning an adventure. Mr. Crumpt? Professor. Professor Crump, Susie. What is it? Can you read a poem before we go to our next class? Well, I'll read one of my, one of my own. What's wrong, Professor? The Professor's face turned a bit pale as he staggered backward away from the children. But soon he recovered. Bit of a sour belch, I'm afraid. What's that? Well, it's not at all pleasant. You see, when your meal doesn't quite sit, it sort of comes back. Like a burp? Said little Tommy Q. Yes, like a... Uh, excuse me, children. The Professor's sour belches were coming more and more frequently. He ran to the desk to call the janitor. Pete. Yeah, who is this, Crumpt? This is Professor Crumpt. Yeah, right, Professor. What the fuck do you want? Well, if you'd shut your blue-collar cake hole for half a second, I'll tell you what the fuck I want. What'd you say to me? Well, I, I hope you got that double-step shipment of sterile in last week. Why? Did somebody puke? No, not really. Not yet. Did somebody puke? No, no, but somebody's going oh, to puke. Come on. Get down to room 212. Get down to room 212. Pete the janitor ran up the D-wing, down the E-wing, then down the hall towards the room where Professor was not well. Professor Clumps, you look pale. You're white. Perhaps if I could just get a glass of water. The Professor lumbered forward. Professor, you're too close. With a mighty blast, the professor launched a stream of vomit that connected with little Susie's rosy face. As the children scattered, Pete arrived. Sweet Moses, shouted Pete, as they watched Susie Powell muster enough strength to lift her little textbook to her face and deflect the onslaught of bile boring down from only two feet away. The arc of vomit grew higher and wider. The professor's face and neck showed all of his blood vessels as he heaved mercilessly on the weakening student. Until finally, he stopped. Thank God. I think he's done. Oh, vomit came. Thankfully, Susie didn't lower her textbook as the barfing continued. Until finally, the professor collapsed. Crumpt. Crumpt, oh God, Crumpt. Say something. Oh, he, he's coming around. Say something. Well, Pete, 
It appears that I shan't be asking Miss Duncan for extra helpings of pudding in the lunch line tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Croft, you have us on. <laughs> and so ends our story, children. And always remember the lesson. Don't ask for seconds. School lunches aren't a goddamn buffet. Truer words, truer words. Ladies and gentlemen, as we bring things to a close, we have one more special treat for you. But we want to thank you all for coming out tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to give you a round of applause. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you to Awesome Town Studios. Thank you to Shared IT. Thank you to Hook's Pub. Thank you to the Establishment Theater. And thank you to the Black Box Theater here in Moline. And now, ladies and gentlemen, to bid you adieu, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, Johnny Dollar and Daisy May Dixon! <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Daisy, you look fine tonight. Oh, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> well, tell me, do you like our little shenanigans out here? Bless your hearts, you all are so funny. <laughs> well, what was your favorite part tonight, huh? Oh, well, I'd have to say the puking doctor. <laughs> well, no, he wasn't a doctor, he was a teacher. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> Well, now, here's a little song that we'd like to sing for all of you. <laughs> Although we never want to leave, go away, we must. We hope that it was good for you, as it was for us. We thank you all for not getting up and leaving. It keeps us believing. That there's a place in your heart those who make the art and though some things were tied and lemon faith you stay <laughs> you can go away tonight sip coffee and back talk us or dismiss us out of hand as you roundly mock us we thank you still for remaining in your seat it's kind of neat That there's a place in your heart For those who make the art And though some things were tied and laid in hand You won't get your money back <laughs> Sorry You won't get your money back Oh no You won't get your money back You won't get your money back <laughs> Some recycled jokes, but right now we want to thank you for coming to all.